So the, it takes awareness and then you have deliberate practice. This is for good habits. Some people, somebody's listening and they're like, well, that's not true for me. I drink beers every night and there was no pain involved, you know? Right? Totally. So, yeah. so it's for, it's for deliberate good habits. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining us. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. Today, today we brought him back. We can't get rid of the guy because he's so great. You cannot ignore greatness. I have begged Mr. Henry Evans to come back into, technically he's not in the studio, but into onto the show Mr. Henry J. Evans, how are you doing today, sir? Very well, Dr. Grunberg. How are you doing today, my friend? <laughs> doctor. Yeah, that's an honorary doctorate. Um, I'm doing great, and I'm thrilled you're, you're open to coming on. We have a great topic to, to break down um, in, in lieu of uh, an interview here, and, and it's a really, really important topic. But before, and it's the four phases of learning. But before we go there, we're going to jump into the GTR, the Good Things Report. You know the drill. You or I uh, go first. You pick it. Uh, I will be happy to go first this time. It's a it's an easy one. Attaboy. So as we're both members of the Two Daughter Club, we are <laughs> actually touring different colleges. And so... Um, a special shout out to your lovely better half who got together <laughs> with my lovely better half and we're able to uh, uh, scheme and learn more about where uh, your oldest is going. And so um, super appreciate that. And it's just a fun process going through that. That's definitely a, a, a good thing to report so far. That's a crazy uh, good thing because she, she, <laughs> She's going to laugh. She transcribes this stuff. She she writes it up, summarizes it. So I'm sure she will appreciate the shout out, Henry. Oh, well, then yeah, she is, like, she's definitely your your better and yes. more attractive half then for sure. I hear it. I, didn't I, know hear I, it. Listen to it. <laughs> I hear it all the time. It's very true. Well, uh, so that's a great, yeah, I mean, I know your daughters are going to flourish at the next level, just like they are at the current level. Um, mine, mine's going to be a little different. I was laughing about it as I wrote it up. So <laughs> I feel like I talk about it all the time. Our, our youngest daughter is driving my old Ram 1500 truck and, and it's a fantastic vehicle, you know, 300,000 miles. It's been paid for, for two decades. And it's just, and I love, it's just a great utility vehicle. The, the point is, at this age, though, it's one thing after another, and I keep bringing it into the shop. So now, me and the shop guy, um, fortunately for me, we've developed a great rapport. And he's he's always doing, he's going the extra mile, and he 
threw in this new speaker where it was blown out and he fixed a fog light that was blown out. And he, I mean, he did like six other things and it's all ready. So I'm stoked because my daughter needs to get her, her car back on top of that. He's a bit of a, he likes to gamble a little. He's not married, no kids. And he, so one of the things we banter about is, is the NFL and the games. And, and I asked him about the Monday night game. Um, cause it was Monday morning when I was dropping off the truck in any event. I told him to, <laughs> which I shouldn't have done. I didn't realize he was going to, he was going to put 500 bucks on it, but he took, he took the over. Anyways, he won 500 bucks. So I'm happy for him. I, uh, and I got my daughter's truck back. So everybody's Beautiful. a, <laughs> everybody's a winner. Love it. So today's topic. <laughs> so we don't start talking about football is. The four phases of learning, and this is so important, Henry, um, and I know you know this. I'm just reiterating for the listener because these are the things I truly didn't, did not grasp as it relates to habit. So because habit and skill are so closely related, and we'll talk about that in a bit, I figured we'd talk about the four phases of learning. So do you want me to kind of recap that or do you want to? Do you want to kick it off that way? Please, yeah, I would. I would love to get just a just a recap of that and just the importance of this. Um, you know, as I you know was chatting with you about earlier, we're in the process of looking at a learning management system, and so understanding how people learn new software, new languages, new skills, whatever it is, I think this is this is really relevant for everybody. So yeah, please please do the recap. Well, there's so much relevance between, again, habit development and then learning skills. And, and so this is a real eye opener. And, and you, you start, it's like a four rung ladder and, and you start at, on this level. It's, it's, um, unconscious incompetence. So you don't even know how bad you are. You don't know what you don't know. It's unconscious incompetence. I don't even know how bad I am at the piano because, <laughs> because I, I don't play the piano, right? I've got the, I've got the perfect example for this one too, Martin is, which yep. is, um, if you've ever seen that, uh, show America's got talent, um, yep. or, uh, no, I'm sorry, American Idol, when they get the people in the cities, when they're testing and trying out <laughs> and they say, everybody, I know tells where you're me going. Yep. Everybody tells me I'm great and then they sing and you're like, oh, you're just uh, not so great. So. Yeah, that's a good example. So <laughs> unconscious incompetence. Yeah, that you don't know how bad you are, which sounds brutal, but that's, that's a fact. And then there's the next level, which is conscious incompetence. So at least you've moved up a notch because you know you're bad. So now that I went from not knowing I was a crappy piano player <laughs> to knowing I'm a crappy piano player, which doesn't sound like a big move, but that that's huge, right? At big least move. I at least I know I'm bad. That's the beginning of progress. Yep. And then the next phase is conscious competence. So so I went from 
I went from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence, right? To knowing how bad I was to now I know that I'm kind of good, but it's, it's painful and it hurts. Like right. it's piano practice. In other words, you know, I'm doing the scales and I got to think and I got to hit the F and the C and the, oh my God, it's painful, right? I, and that's what practice is. And this is why, uh, I think, I mean, speaking from my own experience, this is why practice sucks, especially when I was a kid. Ask me if I wanted to go to soccer practice. It was like, hell no. Ask me if I wanted to play, play a game. It was like game on, you know, all I wanted to do was compete, score goals, but practice, <laughs> practice, no. So, so painful practice, right? That's a good way to put it too. Cause it is sometimes painful for sure. It is because that's what learning involves. And yep. then, and then the highest level, and then we'll go back through this and talk about it, but the highest level is unconscious competence. And so that's when Steph Curry flies down the court and then jacks up, <laughs> jacks up a three pointer with one second to go, you know, five feet over that. He's, he's at half court basically and he drains it. So he's, he's unconscious, right? He's just so good and he's not thinking about it because he's put in thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. So those are the, the four levels. And what I think is an important discussion point is the fact that the highest level moves from consciousness to unconscious. And that, that's how we always talk about these great athletes. He was, he was unconscious. He was just on fire. He was just in the zone. Of, he was yeah. in the zone out of his mind. So, so those are the four levels. You know, just one thing on that. Last one too, Martin. Um, so I heard the best example. It was on a, it's either a video or a podcast like a week ago or so. And they were talking about David Beckham. Yeah. Who's, you know, the soccer star. Yeah. And they, um, and they, and they asked the audience, they said, do you know why he's so good? Of course, nobody knew. Apparently he, where he was growing up, there was this window that he was trying to kick the ball through and he had to literally like curve it around a pole in order to get it into the window. And he made it his mission every day to just get where he could just ice that shot every single time. And she said, you know, just literally, you know, tens of thousands of shots. And he said, that's why he's probably the, you know, the best soccer player today. New listener, the quickest way to get up to speed here at Habits to Goals to understand how it is you are going to craft intentionally the good supportive habits that will help you reach your goals more quickly. The process we follow is PAR. Plan, act, record, and reassess. That's it. It's fairly simple. You have three ways to get your free tracking sheet, which will get you straight up to speed very quick. So you can go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. You can text the word habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444. And finally, to give you additional resources, just use your favorite search engine or and or Google and just type PAR, P-A-R-R, in the habit factor. For those of you looking for a super, super deep dive on habit, the book, that's right, it's almost 10 years old, 
Check out the Habit Factor on Kindle. It is, I believe it's $3.99 or $4.99, practically free. Of course, it gives you not just a deep dive on habit, but, but really walks you through the Habit Factor process. So there are a handful of options for the new listener. Wow. Yeah, that is, uh, that is a great anecdote. And, and it's a perfect example. And so we, we've talked about these things uh, on the show before, you know, Gladwell's 10,000 hour rule, right? Yep. What, what it, what it takes to be successful. But really, what do you get when you do something for 10,000 hours? You get a habit. So, so that's where this transitions from phases of learning, which most people think about as a skill, like kicking a ball around a pole into a window mm-hmm. or, or draining a three point shot, a skill. But, but what I want the listener to do, and it's not a huge leap is to realize that that that's the the same four exist for habit so so the it takes awareness and then you have deliberate practice this is for good habits some people somebody's listening and they're like well that's not true for me i drink beers every night and there was no pain involved you know right totally so yeah. so it's for it's for deliberate good habits you know discipline we've said this a million times is a habit no babies are born discipline so i guess the point is the reason we're talking about this is because we move from four phases of learning to to these the same idea as it relates to habit development which is why you and I are always talking about par, plan, act, record, reassess. That's not, that's not something you do without conscious thought. You're, you're deliberately planning with conscious thought and, and efforting to develop the habit and tracking. So from one month to the next, to the next, to the next, ultimately what happens is the habit strength increases, the conscious, the level of conscious energy that is required to perform the behavior decreases and you move up that scale. Is that making sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah, and, and the thing that's, um, that I'd love to get your thoughts on too is because I think everybody wants to hack through this and like find a shortcut or a way mm-hmm. to make it easier. But is there any way, I mean, is there any way around David Beckham literally, you know, making, you know, probably like, you know, hundreds of thousands of shots. Is there any way around not practicing or is that just par for the course? Pardon the pun. I love it actually. And, and the short answer is absolutely not. What happens at the pro level. And by the way, everybody listening is a pro. They're a pro at something. They may not be a pro athlete. Right. They're, they're trying to be a professional salesperson or a professional dentist or, uh, God forbid, I say a professional podcast or, or whatever it is, right? You move from amateur to pro. Now, all I was going to say is some people, of course, start out with great talent, but, but at the pro level, the talent disappears. Yeah. 
to a certain extent. And what, what I'm getting at is what, what becomes the distinguishing factor is those hours of effort and hard work. And a perfect example you and I talked about, I'm sure some people are sick of hearing is Tom Brady, a bench player in college, sixth round pick, sits on the bench at the Patriots. It's only because what's his name gets hurt that he comes in and, but he had all these hours and hours of practice. And then Michael Jordan also didn't make his high school team. And I think he just took that as a personal vendetta to just be like, I'm going to outwork everybody else. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, no, it's a great point. And, and, and they talk about Kobe, you know, first to practice, last to leave. Look at what LeBron's doing right now. (laughs) He's, he's just uh, a work, a holic, an absolute beast. So what the, the crazy recipe is when you get a guy like LeBron, who at 18 was already called the king on Sports Illustrated, if, if, and it's super rare, Slater is another guy in the surfing world where, yep. where, where they have this massive amount of talent and the, the work ethic. Um, but they're still, they're still operating at the highest level of unconscious competence, but it didn't start that way. So no is the short answer. Nobody, (laughs) nobody starts at the highest, highest level. And there's, and there's no real shortcut. If you want to become unconsciously, I'm sorry, consciously, Unconsciously competent. <laughs> I had to yeah. look at my notes. Yeah. No, you're right. If you want to become that, you just no, got to put the time it, in. It's confusing. It's, uh, and the answer, yeah, no, <laughs> no. The, the, the surgeon who had my buddy had a heart attack a couple weeks ago and they just, he said the doctor was just it was, it was a marvel to watch. The guy does so many of these every day. Um, and gratefully my buddy's fine. And the point is it's this repetition, it's this work. And, and so I love your comment because you're like, everybody wants a shortcut. I know that that's in some ways that that's a good thing because we're looking for hacks and we're trying to be more efficient my contention would be using the tracking sheet is a shortcut. It's the quickest way to intentionally develop a habit. So you have to go through that conscious, the the conscious effort phase, following par, plan, act, record, reassess. Mm-hmm. And that works for, for skills too. Love it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Anything else? I think we beat it pretty good. I'm trying to, I mean, I could probably go on and on, but I'm talking too much anyway. No, this is great, you know, and and I think it's just so key that people understand, and this is something that I've had to learn too, is that you are not going to be great. And And seeing my kids, I think, really hits, you know, makes us hit home. You know, because one of them is talking about starting up a podcast. Oh, I don't know how to do it. I said, nobody, even the best podcaster in the world doesn't start off doing it, you know, where they're completely, you know, competent and doing it 
on autopilot unconsciously. You have to start somewhere. So don't be worried about where you start. Literally, Michael Jordan starting not making the high school team. It's where you end up if you put the put the time in. Yep, and it's that conscious. It's going through, if if you will, it's like jumping through that hoop. The conscious. I like that visual. It's that that conscious competence phase. It's the painful practice phase. You have to go through that. Uh, a good example is I I looked up. <clears throat> And I realized, I told my wife this, because at this point I've stopped tracking, but I decided to track my runs for whatever last month was, November. And, and it was 70 miles exactly. Holy smokes. And, 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 and I was like, I was a little surprised. It sounded like more than I would have expected. But what I'm getting at is it was mostly like in the early days, I was tracking that all the time. I was using the sheet. I would take it out or the app and I was constantly tracking my running. Now to get that total, I wasn't, I wasn't going through the, the habit factor. Pro. I just went back and looked at my health data and said, Hey, how many miles did I run? Um, because I don't need to go through that painful practice developing that habit i just like you know tuesday or wednesday whatever the day is that rolls around i'm like i'm going for a three mile run or an eight mile run yeah so, but see i would i would caution people to think that they can do that because you've tracked for so long i think you do it all subconsciously now you've gotten to that level well that's what i was getting at exactly i went through the process i'm sorry yep. if i didn't make that clear i went through that process for years tracking on my sheet Mm-hmm. my sheet on the desk tracking the running especially when it was coming to an event so so whether the event is writing a book which is another example you know somebody like Stephen King I mean he just wakes up rolls out of bed and, and go find all these quotes he has amazing quotes about habit and discipline um, I don't even know how many books this guy's writing but but he just rolls out of bed probably doesn't even look at the strand just starts starts typing and he, yep. he types, I don't know. <laughs> I mean like a book a week or something. Um, but it wasn't that either. That's unconscious competence. And it yep. wasn't that at some point. And I just think that's the theme here. No matter how many times we say it, the question is for the listener, are they going through, are they willing to go through the painful practice hoop, the conscious competence hoop? Love it. So, it's all right, it. bud. Uh, that was a good one. Fairly quick hitter to have you as a guest. Hopefully, we'll get we'll get you back. We'll do another similar episode, if you know what I'm saying. Sounds good. Look forward to it, buddy. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope this was recorded. Thanks, brother, and we will talk soon, Mr. Henry J. Evans. Thanks, Martin. Cheers. Take care, brother. Bye. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you, if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. 
That is Habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444, and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. 